In a world where video games are coming out and being good, but then they keep firing everyone. Why the fuck are they doing that? That's right, you can depend on Neon Pocket Dimension to talk about it. Uh, ad nauseum. I've heard that term a lot. I don't even know what it really means. I think it means, like, just a lot, or... It's like in perpetuity, bro. There you go. Thank you very much. Uh, we will talk about it tonight. Uh, just one time. Who knows? We may yell about it later. But uh, we're here. Talk nerdy stuff. Video games. Uh, TV shows. Movies. Music. You know, whatever the hell you nerd out on. You made it to the right place. My name is Jacob, a.k.a. I'm Jesus. I'm here with, of course, all the boys and an awesome guest today. And then Miguel's trying to place himself... Uh, let me just, the middle here. Let me, Don't mind me. Let me just scoot you over. <laughs> you get comfortable, and I'll adjust for you. Uh, that's Miguel. Say <laughs> hi. What's going on, guys? How's everybody? Oh, we're great. Uh, Gage, why don't you answer that question? You're the next guy. Look, I'm becoming Miguel slowly. Whoa. <laughs> oh. Don't do that. Wait, if you guys, you guys both go into each other's cells, there'll be no one there. Oh, you're going that's the other so way. weird. Oh, you're going go the, the wrong other way. way. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> great, great, for the, great for the audio listeners. That oh, yeah. Good gag. Hey, you, want, left and right. you could always watch us later live or, you know, on YouTube or whatever. We'll talk about that shit later. We got Steven as well. What's up, man? You're the fourth Hey, guy. what up? What up? I'm back from uh, the no man's land of moving. Oh, yeah. Ooh, that was fun. I'm yeah, glad that's, that's over. Um, yeah, good I'm you. also glad that's over, considering like 11 straight days of like moving shit. Yeah, that's cool. Yikers! Not Not nothing. Uh, but I've also been playing video games, and I can't wait to talk about that stuff. And hell yeah! I also watched a movie, but we'll get into that in a second, I'm sure. Um, I had, I haven't seen that movie. Whatever it is, I think I know what it is. And of course, we have a guest this week. Uh, someone who has experience in the industry. Someone who streams, who's a cool-ass dude that we met, like everyone we know, through the kind of funny community. Uh, none, other than, none other than Big Slice Game Gaming, a.k.a. Corey. What's up, man? How's it going? It's going. Right on. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the yeah, show. No, I'm good. I'm, I glad, I'm glad to be here. <laughs> awesome. We're glad you're here, too. It's been a long time coming. I know we've been trying to get you on the show to bullshit. I wish it were... Uh, for uh, more fun reasons, but hey, we, we're gonna have fun right up top before we get into the the main topic. So at least we can have a little bit of fun first, right? Yeah, for sure. Hell yeah! Uh, let's let's get a quick drink check. Uh, if if you uh, yeah. if you watch us live <laughs> on Twitch.tv/NeonPocketDimension, you'll find some fun emotes. One of those emotes is drink check. So let's see what everyone's on, drinking I'll, tonight. Let me Throw that up in the chat real quick. One sec. Yeah, I threw yeah. a couple. Uh, yeah, you got them in there. Right now, I got a Bell's Amber, one of my last uh, actual bottles of beer. Uh, I was. It's a pretty bottle. I was gonna just drink water and, and like soda or something tonight, but like, I just feel like this topic. I need. I need a drink. What about you guys? What do you drink? A little bit. A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've got the Beast Unleashed, which is the monster oh. drink beverage. Yeah. No. Crazy. Th- Never had one. Yep, they do. Dude, yeah. Terrible. (laughs) I know. So I bought. I didn't know you spoiled it. (laughs) (laughs) I I bought a box, a mixed box of them of like three different flavors for uh, my Mm. cousin when he came over, did Odd Valley. 
uh, the other podcast. Uh, and he was liking them, but then Miguel tried them when he came over, and he said they suck, and so did Joy. So, <laughs> Gage, what are you drinking over there? Um, I just I was having a fancy drink. I made like a little egg white sour vibe going on. Um, Ooh, wow. But, nice. uh, but I killed it right before the show, and then I thought I had more ingredients to make a quick one before we started, but I'm out. So I'm just drinking water. Well, that's good. That's healthy. Good job. Yeah. Nice. Cool. Um, what other emails do you got? Raid. Sorry. <laughs> well, we got the five minute gamer one. That's cool. But we won't, we won't talk about that right now. Just a, a little nod to more's coming. Don't worry. More, more games. Solar Ash, maybe. Who knows? So many. <laughs> there could be so many more. Um, so yeah, this is Neon Pocket Dimension. We talk about nerdy shit. We start our episodes out with what we call the Wibe New, which I just realized I had the Wibe New tag at the top the whole time, but that's okay because we're going to get right into it right now. What does a Wibe New stand for? What you've been great nerding job. out on? Um, yeah, great, great job. Hold on. I got, a, job. I got a new sound. I got some new soundboard thing. So let's, let's play this one. Get your ass to Moss. I hope you like it. Uh, the, the boys can't use that one, but they could do the great job, you know? What else? Uh, Good job. The, the ripping and the tearing, the crickets. <laughs> uh, hated it. Hated it. Um, anyway, so Wibe uh, <laughs> New, it's our segment about what we've been nerding out on uh, since the last time we've talked to you. So uh, who would like to go first this week? Uh, usually, uh, Corey, we like oh, to yeah. single out the guests first, but if you don't want to do that. We can make someone else go first. I was gonna no, say Gage do it, but it's too late now. You no, Gage, <laughs> Gage, you gotta wait. It's done. You gotta wait now, Corey. What you been nerding out on, man? Let us know. Uh, not a whole lot. Mostly just uh, uh, I've actually been kind of watching a lot of like blooper reels and old like just clips from friends since <laughs> you know. Hmm. Not not super great news that Matthew Perry died, but uh, it got me into just. I haven't watched Friends in a very long time, so it's kind of, it kind of drummed up a lot of nostalgia just rewatching a bunch of a, a bunch of his clips, mm-hmm. uh, some that I didn't even remember because it's been so long since I watched it. Um, so I've been really enjoying doing that. Uh, I've been uh, really sorry. <laughs> well, it just immediately started playing, but continue. Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I've also been really, really enjoying the uh, um, Loki season two. I don't know if everyone's still watching MCU stuff, but I've been really enjoying season two of Loki. Uh, Kang is like one of my favorite Marvel villains lately, so it, it's been fun. Just I never really read the comics until more recently, so. Kang is one that I like had prior knowledge to before like he was introduced in the MCU so it's been fun just watching a lot of comic references and stuff that I I didn't have that experience during the Infinity Saga just because I hadn't read the source material up until that point so uh, and I guess one other thing was I participated in Extra Life over the last over the weekend and it made me miss doing uh, charity streams. I haven't done a charity stream in like over a year, and that kind of sparked a passion in me that I hadn't had for streaming in a good while. So I want to get back to doing that more. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. 
Awesome. Yeah, I've 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 watched your streams before, and we've had a good time going back and forth. Uh, used to read the news, and then I, you know, while I was on the treadmill, he'd be reading the news to me, and then I would chat at him, and it was a good time. So just calling that out. Nice. Yeah, I miss doing that too. <laughs> I because I read industry news like on the daily, pretty much like set aside like a half hour or something, and just read whatever whatever news came out that day like a, you i don't know if you guys all follow me on twitter but whenever i share game news articles it's usually because i just finished reading it and just tweeted it out mm-hmm. yeah awesome uh except for twitter's dumb now and it doesn't show the headline yeah. so you have to type the damn headline yourself <laughs> thankfully i'm using my iphone so whenever i share an article on there it does it for me so oh that's good i don't even have to worry about that <laughs> Well, I guess it one, types it out. one point for Apple, even though they have 100 mm-hmm. points against them. That's an L, baby. I'm sorry. I, I just, <laughs> I'm an asshole about uh, Apple stuff. Uh, yeah, you need to get over that, dude. Never. You either love them or you never. Them. Never. I don't like it. Um, I just get mad when someone hands me their iPhone. They're like, Jacob, can you tell me how to do this and that? Because I'm always that guy for like the fam Why and stuff. Why don't you learn both of them? because i don't i know no stop I no learn both. stop it I, uh I first hashtag apple Use rules no get it out of Use here brain, shut up oh wow what are you what are you drinking over there miguel what is that it's a, it's a double buck oh that was good yeah. i like that uh brand it's a german brand right Batten. noise spot spotting uh let's, why don't Batten. we why don't we work our way uh, backwards this time? Because usually I go like clockwise and back around. So, Steven. Yeah, Steven, go. What yeah. you been nerding out on, buddy? Well, let me tell you. I've been nerding out on quite a bit. It's been a couple weeks since I've been on. But I'll make it quick. Well, I'll go through like a little list here I got. So, before I get to games, I went to Five Nights at Freddy's with my oh. two sons. And... Nice. I knew it. They loved it, and I loved the popcorn. <laughs> uh, and that's pretty much what I'll say about that movie. Um, like, it's a fine movie. Like, it's not bad. Like, it's not... But I didn't get the, the references, the lore references, the William Aftons, the Chicas, the the the, the man-eating cupcake. Uh, Carl, I think it's called. And that was my favorite part of the movie. That was cool. <laughs> It's but, on uh, uh, Peacock, I think, right? So if you have that yeah, service, you can just watch it, it as well. It was a simul yeah. release or whatever, right, on streaming and stuff. But mm-hmm. I feel like with a horror movie, it kind of takes away a lot of the panache if you're if you're watching it at home, right? So, I mean, unless your house is dark as fuck and whatnot, what? then you're cool, I guess. But you're right. Let me tell you, you're right. my, my, my kids would not have gone for that. I'm not the- <laughs> This is the first, uh, it's big because it's the first, like, horror movie I've taken them to, right? Um, or that they've watched willingly. Horror, I will say, you know. I've forced them to watch many horror movies late at night, but willingly. <laughs> <laughs> we don't talk about that, man. Get back in the dark, scary room. <laughs> get back Dude, in the basement. Um, no, they really dug it, and, and cool. you know they were having a good time, so I did too, obviously. But yeah, that's how that goes. Um, and working down the list, I've got games. I got Fortnite OG. Mm. You know, that's look. Fortnite's made a lot of improvements, and you can tell. So, uh, 
it's cool for nostalgia for a lot of people. I'm happy for them. Uh, like I said on Twitter, I think I'm glad it's only one month long. So, um, yeah. Yeah, the, I'm glad they. Uh, I'm glad they left at least sprinting and uh, sliding in and yeah, mantling. And, yeah. yeah, that would have been real rough. Um, and zero zero build right as a moon. So like totally. I, I honestly I wouldn't have played if there was zero build not in there because that's what brought that's me true. back in. So. Um, yeah, I got a win in ranked, but I don't know if that was a bot or not and trying them trying to get me to play more, right? You can never tell. Well, maybe you can a little bit, but, um, if they don't shoot at you or strafe at all, it's probably a bot. It's, it's probably a bot. Um, or if they're like the, the, um, what are they called? Stormtroopers, you know, and they miss every single shot conveniently, but they are firing at you. Anyways, mm -hmm. Fortnite OG. Children uh, play Fortnite is what I'm, I'm trying to say. I'm sure they. I'm sure everybody loves it. There's a weird nostalgia for five years ago for Fortnite. You know, not that long in the grand scheme of things, but Young yeah, it was different when they did like it was, it was different when they did like Wow OG, and you're like, whoa, that was yeah, actually like, a long ass time ago. It was a yeah. good Wow classic Wow, right? And some people have maybe a more reason to talk about it, but it's like. This game's not that old, though. So, mm -hmm. and it also copied another game. Um, <laughs> we won't get into that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I. It's still Fortnite. I still, I still like dropping in. It's, it's mostly an excuse to hang out with people. Usually, my brother, uh, we play ranked or whatever because he likes competitive games. But uh, yeah, and then uh, I played Alan Wake too. About five mm -hmm. hours into that. Looking like maybe maybe gonna edge out some things for game of the year. Nice. Uh, as we speak, I, I'm enjoying it. I still need to play that too. I Same. yeah. Oh, I play a little more um, Phantom Liberty. That's what I did. That was uh, oh nice. Continues to be rad. Hell yeah. That's did like, you start? Uh, did you start a fresh profile for um, like 2.0 into Phantom Liberty or? Oh. I well, I had okay. So complicated. So I had one on xbox and i got like 25 hours in and it didn't carry over my save so i started a new one before 2.0 and stuff and i was about three hours in mm -hmm. so basically new basically fresh yeah um, totally yeah and i had just barely gotten into phantom liberty from where i'm at in my save so cool mm -hmm. that's it for nice me. Mr. Gage? She, uh, I'll pick it up. I've also done a bit of a smorgasbord of, of gaming, actually, recently. Um, it's been cool. I've been checking out some smaller stuff that kind of trying to clean up the, the list. Um, oh, there goes my lighting. My bad. Um, <laughs> sorry. Um, but, uh, so yeah, I just started playing uh, Jusant, which is a cool little indie game that came, came to Game Pass. Um, it's a climbing game. It is pretty mellow. There's like not a lot of, I don't think there's any combat so far, at least. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, it's it's cool. I like the mecha I like the mechanics. Yep, Just Nuts as the singer, bro. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's it's yes. a cool mechanic. The um, the climbing, like the the right triggers and left triggers are your right and left hands. Um, so that's pretty cool. You have to find like your grips and um, there's cool little mechanics where you can use this little weird like 
water droplet guy on your shoulder to like um, grow plants around you so you have more um, more stuff to grab onto. Mm -hmm. So that's cool. And um, <clears throat> so yeah, I'm, I'm liking it a lot. It's really pretty. It's that kind of like almost voxely looking, you know, pseudo textureless um, indie game thing that it's got going on. Um, but I really like it. And uh, I'm only I'm only a few hours in, but so far it's got some cool mechanics. And the the lore of the world that you kind of pick up through notes and stuff along the way um, is cool. It seems like there's like uh, some sort of environmental um, message going on, and uh, something about you know like climate change changing this landscape and stuff. So people um, on this big spire have like gone higher up to try and find water and things like that. Anyways, it's cool. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Um, it's from uh, from Don't Nod, right? Correct. It is. It is from Don't Nod. I I don't know if it's just their publishing now, or if they have branched out into doing other styles of games besides their little adventure, um, you know, narrative focused stuff. Um, yeah, because I know that they wanted to. I know that they branched out and just wanted to do other stuff. Because when they, because they're they're the original designers of Life is Strange, but that was a publishing deal with Square. And Square owns the IP for that. They didn't want to continue making Life is Strange, so they had to go off and do kind of their own stuff. And so far, it sounds like it sounds like they're making some pretty cool stuff. What was, which game was that? Juice Hunt. Yeah. Juice Hunt. Yeah. And okay. And then they did um. Oh God, what was Vampire. the name of it? It was another. It was another kind of Life is Strange like. Well, Ger uh, Gerda Flame, some shit. No. Twin Mirror. I'm looking at him over here. Yeah. Hey, Twin Mirror, that's cool, but that was when they Tell were doing why. Life is Strange. Tell me why, thank you. Oh, they did um, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was cool. That was cool. That was another Life is Strange-like, sort of. Um, it was pretty good. But they made Vampire, bro. They did make Vampire. They did do that. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't <laughs> like the combat in that game, but I liked the atmosphere. It was cool. Yeah. Um, if, you, if you like Jason, it, it almost sounds like... Um, uh, sorry to kind of... Kind of steal the microphone a little bit uh, You're good. there's a game called grow home i don't know if you guys have heard oh that, yeah heard of that mm -hmm. it's a uh, one of one of ubisoft's uh back when they funded more indie sized projects that was like a little experiment experimental one yeah that mm -hmm. uh i don't remember where i played it i don't remember if i think it was a ps a ps plus monthly game it back was. on the ps4 mm -hmm. and i played the crap out of it i just could not like i was intrigued by it and then i just could not put it down and, right. and then falling in that game is crushing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it uh, it also hit uh, games with gold at some point. So if you've had Xbox for a long time, or at least Xbox Live, you might have it already in your uh, library, like I do. So yeah, I think I do too. Cool. I tried um, it out and so I thought cool. it was weird, so I just stopped playing it. But now I'm now I'll play it. Um, and then what else? I play I played a bit of Thirsty Suitors. I'm liking that a lot so far. Um, my wife is South Asian. She's from India. So that was a cool little one to get her, uh, approval on. She dug it a lot and she was laughing at a lot of the, the mom parent jokes and things like that. Um, cool. it's kind of like a, a fighting game slash Tony Hawk slash dating sim kind of mixture. It's got like skateboarding elements for some traversal slash challenge levels. It's got like a fighting game mechanic, um, but it's like almost like turn-based RPG combat mixed with like some quick time events mixed in the fighting game type of thing. You can see here like some 
there's like some kind of quick time QTE like fighting game mechanics in there, but it's pretty cool. And um, you're this girl who came back to her hometown after leaving a bunch of stuff kind of um, in shambles. And so you're working on stuff with your family and your sister and a bunch of your exes. Um, it's a great, it's a great narrative so far. It's a, uh, it's been cool. I was, I was listening to kind of funny games daily with um, Eka, the one of the devs and mm-hmm. um it's been cool to see there's been a lot more South Asian representation on like TV and movies lately, I feel like. And so it's cool to see some games with those um, inspired. Like there's another game this year called Venba that I played. Um, I loved that game. Yeah. Really cool. Um, making biryanis and stuff to tell a story about your, where you came from and stuff. So um, I don't know. It's just fun uh, with my wife to, to have her play those games alongside me or get on the sticks a little bit and so this dude this steam review says my mom is slapping my potential lovers with her slipper i mean you don't need another reason to buy that game right yeah that's good exactly Um, you're living that life you know (laughs) the chonkla (laughs) the chonkla slap yeah exactly so that's cool um i played a little bit of Fortnite og also ever since the um Hmm. the Fortnite season where on well, my back yeah that was me i guess that I was know. weird that was yeah, weird i think it might have been you i fixed it though um it's all that matters <laughs> uh ever since the season of fortnite that had all that mobility with the like with the attack on titan um the uh, gear and all that stuff where you could zip around the map like that and the swords that like launched you and stuff i've been less yeah. into fortnite because that season just like the mobility felt so good in that season um and I was just having a lot of fun with friends squatting up and doing crazy shit, like tra- traversing all over the map and Spider-Manning up to the top of buildings and stuff. And ever since then, I've just like, I haven't liked Fortnite as much. And so this season strips it back even more. And I kind of feel like I'm, I don't know. I'm, I don't know how much more I'm going to jump in. But like you said, it's just a place to hang out with people. So a little bit of that. Um, and then last <clears throat> thing, I've, uh, I've, <laughs> I've, Somehow, guys, I know there's tons of new awesome games to play, but I've been playing a lot of Elden Ring. Nah, <laughs> and <not> that, dude. <laughs> I, uh, I, I just, I start the RKG boys who are, um, they used to do Prepare to Try on IGN, started their own channel called Retry, and they finally got to Elden Ring after all of the pandemic. They wanted to, like, do it afterwards, and they were in the middle of Demon Souls, and then once they finished Demon Souls, they finally started Elden Ring, and watching them, I just got the itch. So I started a sorcerer character because my first uh, build that I played through the game was like a um, was like a bleed a bleed dex build. Um, so it was all slashy and dodgy. So this was fun to just go full on uh, glass cannon um, sorcerer, and uh, so that's been fun. I just beat Radon, and now I just got to the Altus Plateau. So put a lot more time in that, which is you know ridiculous, but whatever. It's not ridiculous. The game rules. It rules. Yep. It's just kind of relaxing now, too, that I like am not stressing out in the same way as the first time I played it. You just get in the flow, and you just kind of like you kind of know what you're doing, and it's it's just been it's been it's been kind of therapeutic. I don't know. The flow state, man. I've been talking about the flow state for years from software, Diablo games like that. I don't know what it is like. The first time around, it might be a little tough. You know, you're like, oh, I'm struggling here and there, but. Then you get into that sweet spot where you're just like, I'm just running, I'm killing, I'm running, I'm killing. My brain is off, and I'm just murdering. 
It's a great time. Miguel, what you been nerding out, nerding just, out on, sir? Just a lot of shows and movies and uh, Mass Effect, of course. I've been Mass Effecting. Nice. Um, probably halfway through the first one, I think, currently. The amount of time that I've put into it. Um, uh, I just... Uh, Ashley and Liara came in and had the conversation. You have to choose one, and I said, why not both? And uh, you know how that goes. <laughs> if you know, you know. If you don't... Yeah, los dos. They're not really in the plan. Ashley, Ashley leaves, of course. And that, I'm okay with that, because... Um, I didn't like her politics, essentially. She's a little too uh, religious mm. for me. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> a little too religious, a little too racist against yeah, little, little little yes. too Exactly. Yeah. Shadow heart. Xenopho- Zen- xenophobic, yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, so I did that. I've been doing that. Um, and then I watched Guardians 3, finally. Oh, nice. Which I thought was really fun. That was mm-hmm. great. Um, I enjoyed it. Um, it was good. That's the first Marvel movie I've seen since... The Doctor Strange one? That's hot. That's hot, bro. Yeah. It's been a while. All right. Um, we'll see if I get back into Marvel. I want to watch Loki. I haven't I haven't done that yet, though. Um, I did start watching uh, Star Wars Rebels. Oh, wow. Which, oh, yeah. I'm digging that. So I'm going to I'm going to do that, and I'm going to watch Ahsoka. What could possibly go wrong? I'm about halfway That's through awesome. the first season. Um I think when I originally tried watching it, I was burnt out because of uh, Clone Wars. And I mean, Clone Wars is what, seven, eight seasons? Totally. It's a mountain and, I you still uh, need to climb. It's long. It's long. It's really good, though. I highly recommend it. Um, and I didn't really like Ezra when I first started watching that episode or when I when I moved over to it. And so I just took a break. It's been maybe about a year and a half, almost two, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, but... I'm liking what I'm seeing. It's pretty cool. It's some good stuff. Um, there's going to be more, obviously. Um, what else did I watch? Um, I watched that new Aquafina movie, Quiz Lady. Uh, oh, how was that? It's, it's pretty funny. It's okay. entertaining. Nice. It's not going to win in any Oscars or anything, but no, I mean, I laughed. I've I've been I've, I told Joy that we should watch that together. Like you know, that'd be a fun sit on the couch and. It, yeah, it's like it was a fun sit on the couch, throw it in. Oh, oh I got the uh, COVID and flu shot on Friday, so oh. Saturday I felt like shit. <laughs> I wasn't like super sick; I was just tired. So I ended up watching that, and then I ended up watching uh, something else, which I don't remember at this point. You got the double whammy. Yeah, I got yeah exactly the double whammy. Yeah, but uh, that's pretty samples. much it. Lots of mass affecting. Night. What game are you on? One. 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 Oh, okay. One. one. Okay. Cool. I missed it. Sorry, I was over here. I doing... know. I'm. I'm gonna take a break after I beat the first one, and I'm gonna go. Um, I think uh, Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy 16. Oh, nice. Is the next game I'm gonna play. I. St- I, I have I Elden Ring, like you said. Mm-hmm. But yeah. um, I think 16 is gonna be the next game I play. Hold on. I need a caption here. <laughs> nope. I don't. Elden Ring. <laughs> I'm okay with that. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I'm not sure. Forget- I'm not sure if I. It's even going to be for me yet. Let's put it that way. You can we should, do we it. Find out. You can do it. FromSoft game. Yeah. Did you like it, Corey? I liked it up until I got to, I guess, to avoid spoilers, I got to Volcano Manor. Ah. Yeah. Uh, could not beat. Uh, I don't know some really big fat dude that rolls around. Oh fuck yeah! Fair. Yeah. I. 
And then I finally, someone finally told me that, oh yeah, Volcano Man is totally optional. You don't have to do yeah. that. And I was just like, oh, there's right, like, well, there's a lot of optional content. Hey, in let that me game. just let me just sidetrack ten hours. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> dude. Yeah, wait, I, I got. Wait, I'm, Fuck the, the big fatty that rolls. Is that like a godskin? Godskin, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yes. Yeah. It's yeah. the it's the godskin fat ass. Yeah. yeah. It was like godskin so you, something. <sighs> you didn't Spoil- see the the second part. Spoiler then. alert! I never got to the yeah. second part. No. There's, well, I'm, I'm glad you didn't. That might have pressed you a little bit. There's definitely yeah. more godskins to deal with later. That one in the fair of Missoula, though? I think that first one, yeah. you just... Anyways, yeah. Do your thing. Don't spoil yeah, it, got, spoil um, boy. I got to the capital city, pretty much. And nice. And just never never got around to finishing it. That that The capital city is definitely like... It's like arguably halfway through the game. <laughs> it's like, like God, the, really? Nah, well, because yeah. like, really, but it's more. Than, it's more than that. But like, like struggle wise, like you have this. Like once you get through the cas- capital city, well, there's like a lot left. Struggle <laughs> you know wise, I, mean? Like, I mean, it's all relative, right? Like if you struggle during those parts, that's kind of on you. You know what I mean? I, I just kept going. You know what I'm saying? No, I just got the last, like the last three, like the kind of boss rush just at the kidding. end of the game is all. Is all pretty real for sure. It's so real. And Ferrum Azulum for Ferrum Azula is a fucking skill check and a half when you get there. Uh-huh. It yes. can be, yeah. Uh fun game, but FF sixteen Miguel, great story, awesome acting, crazy awesome spectacle, man. I need to finish that one too. I need to start it. <laughs> yeah. Um and Miguel, don't forget after Mass Effect One to play the best Mass Effect game, Andromeda. Stop! Let's go. Stop Let's it. Go. No, that, uh, hey, man. Stop. I don't know. The, the best one is two, in my opinion. But <laughs> Andromeda is fucking awesome, dude. Yeah, I don't it's like what anyone says. If you haven't played it, you can go fuck it. The, the character quest in that one. Yeah, I just need to play it eventually. Yeah. Um, Overall, it's it's a very, very good game. It may have had issues when it came out, but it's a good game. Got a bad rep. Yeah, yeah they fixed it. Really good. One. I agree. I mean, you I know. Feel, I feel like it's, a, it's kind of like the Unity story where. There was some pretty nasty visual bugs at, at launch, and no one ever gave it a second chance after that. Oh, absolutely! But it's like one of my oh, favorite yeah. Assassin's Creeds. Yeah, I thought you meant the engine for a second, but yes, AC. Yeah, AC Unity, totally. It's got some uh, really yeah. good, um, like infiltration missions, like, and the way you would tackle tackle them is really cool. And the multiplayer was interesting as well. Like that was the most interesting was- thing about that game to me. But I did, I wasn't able to play that because I pirated it back then. So. The kind of, you know what I mean? Allegedly. But I did like the one in England. That one's pretty sweet, I have to say. Syndicate. Oh, yeah, Syndicate. Syndicate's pretty Syndicate good. Syndicate rules. I've been, a, I've been a diehard Assassin's Creed fan pretty much since the beginning. So Nice. I, I was, too, until I got to Black Flag, and then after that I was like, okay, uh, there's other games to play, and then I just played Syndicate yeah. and some Unity, and I was like, these are cool, but, you know, it's kind of the same stuff. And then they started being way too fucking long and different, and I'm just like, I'm not interested. I don't know. Uh, but Mirage, I would like Mahal to... Mahal the only one I never finished. To try. yeah. Oh, yeah, big time. Um, I get that. Uh, when I bought Valhalla, uh, it was when I first got the Series X, um, and there was a T-Mobile Tuesdays physical box uh, like ticket to buy it cheaper. So I bought it, I played it, and then it didn't vibe with quick 
quick resume and so i kept losing progress so like i kept playing through the same like one two hour section over and over again quit it forever uh horrible experience uh, eventually That's i'll like get back to it 180 hour game yeah yeah and i lost like essentially five hours so you know what i mean Ugh. might as well fucking it was all in the snow area so it's like not exciting either no so. I, dude it's i'll tell you the section it's the section where you have to where you do the jump the leap of faith like i did that leap of faith the very first leap of faith where you do it with ba- basim at the very beginning pretty or not the very beginning but like you know after six seven hours or whatever the hell it is mm-hmm. and so i did that fucking leap of faith like eight times i swear to god dude <laughs> And because it, it was like glitched out on Xbox Series X, so it is what it is. I'll eventually get back to it. Who fuck knows? I have plenty of other games to play. Miguel, Final Fantasy 16 being one of them. Spider-Man One and Miles Morales being some of them. God of War Ragnarok's that's another one. Baldur's Gate Three, which I've been playing more of. Let me let's talk about games I beat. Mario Wonder beat it. In fact, I beat that game so hard I even beat the special level just today. Uh, like all of them, um, I just need to a hundred percent it in a way. Like, there's one particular uh, set of levels where you have to kind of have like a friend to do stuff with. So it's the only reason why I haven't cleared that. But like, I already have three of the end game medals that you get. So that game is so fucking good. Play it. Like I said, I did beat Dead Space, uh, and it you know launches you right into New Game Plus. So it was like. Do I want to do this? Maybe because I want to, you know, upgrade stuff. Dead Space is awesome. I'm glad that I finished it before the end of uh, October. Uh, what else did I finish? I feel like I finished other stuff. Oh, Elden Ring. Gage says he's been playing it. I beat Elden Ring a second time. And to get the hundred percent achievement, you have to be, you have to see three different endings. So now I have two of those endings. Awesome. Um, but it was on my sorcerer character, so that was tough. But I do have a quick funny story time if you know you know uh let me solo her was there during millennia and i was gonna fight her i i attempted millennia like four no probably like 10 times and i kept dying and i was like you know what why don't i just try to summon a player and so i popped the erd tree flower let me solo her the actual let me solo her was there and i summoned them in and I let him solo her, and I got the kill. So it was, it was fucking awesome. I was like, hey, I was going to get help, but if let me solo her shows up, you got to let him solo her. So it worked out. It was great. Does, does, he get mad if, does he get mad if you don't let him solo her? I don't know. Honestly, it was mm. a it, like I felt honored to have let me solo her show up, and I summoned oh. them, and I said, hey, I'm just going to watch. And I just kind of slowly orbited the, you know, the arena and just watched it happen. And it was pretty epic. Uh, I may have, I may have streamed that. So if I can find that footage, I'll pull it and put it on my personal channel. But uh, it was just an epic moment. Legend. Absolutely. Yeah. He had a, like a (laughs) statue made for him or something really cool. Like from the developers, they Mm -hmm. gave him some really cool stuff. So, yep. uh, Pot on the head. Dual katanas, diaper. That's all you need to be Let Me Sell Her. <laughs> uh, so, that, yeah, that was fun. Uh, I beat Armor Core 6. I don't know if I've said this prior to whatever episode, but um, that's done. So I've messed with the new game plus with that, um, which is pretty fun. 
Um, there's like, I feel like there's mission options that you didn't even have the option to do the first time around. So, uh, I could see new game plus being like really rewarding. So I definitely try it out if you've beaten Armor Core six. Uh, and there's just so many games. Like I've tried Jassant as well. I think I, I may be a little bit further than you gauge just a tiny bit. Um, because we got to sort of the same spot. Um, what else did I try? Uh, oh, and then I've been playing, uh, like, uh, Yakuza Like a Dragon again, because I want to finish that one. But I'm in the, I'm at a, there's a part in the game where, like, you just gotta grind. It's, there's no other way around it. Like, they're really trying to do this JRPG thing with that game and say, hey, you need to do a tower or a dungeon, you know what I mean? Fuck the story, just run around and level up your job. So that's kind of what I'm doing in my leisure. Oh. I think I'm at the same place, man. And yeah. it like mm-hmm. it hit me with a ri- big roadblock of like, yeah, I can't even touch this person. So right. that's exactly what happened to me. Uh, it's chapter 12 to be uh, specific. Mm. Uh, yep. So yeah, I kind of just like, cause when I got there originally, I was like ready to beat the game. And then that happened. I was like, I do not want to grind. I'm done. I'm fucking done with this game, but it's been on game pass this whole time. And I'm like, all right, I'm ready to go jump back in, man. So here I am. Uh, in terms of what we've watched, a ton of horror movies. We we did a great job in October. Uh, but I've been watching uh, One Piece, and that's fun. So I'm I'm at the point where now we're in widescreen episodes. I think I'm on, like, episode 222 two, two, two or something. So that is my wife new. We're done talking about nerdy shit. Uh, let's get into the main topic today, which is, of course... 2023, it's a, such a great year. Such a great year, except for... Oh, no, not the bees! Not the bees! Ah! Yeah, uh, the fucking layoffs, left and right. I just don't really get it. Uh, it's kind of ridiculous. I've done a little research on it. Um, essentially, today, I wanted to do research showing that, like, oh, game companies made a bunch of money, but they're still laying people off. But I didn't really find that except for ubisoft but to back up the truck a little 2023 if you're not a gamer you know that this year has been a video game year probably arguably the best video game year in existence uh except for maybe 10 years ago was it 2020 or 2013 what was the year the switch came out that was like one of the best years of gaming as well 2017 there you go 2017 that was another zelda came out zelda came out mario odyssey Mm mm-hmm Horizon Zero Dawn came out. It's all subjective, though, isn't it? I mean, like, true. <laughs> true, but... I think but, you're looking at the sheer amount of high-quality games that came out this year. I think it trumps pretty much every other year. Specifically, like, that's... Maybe, like, huge critical successes. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't think in a, in a given year we've had that many critical successes and that many big-budget, like, games that also succeeded in sales. Uh, not to mention, like... like even franchises that have been dormant have come out with games this year. Uh, it's just been a massive year. Um, obviously, some of that has to do with COVID and, 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 and dates being pushed back. I remember when we were first talking about 2023, um, Sam, if you remember Pizza Man Sam, he's been on here a few times. I kept talking to him, yelling at him every time that a game got delayed to 2023. I'm like, bro, 2023, that's crazy. And then it would happen again. I said, 2023. And that just kept happening over and over and over again. I'm just yelling about this year. So this year has been great for that. But it's also been awful. Because every fucking week, I swear to God, like since uh, the summer, right? 
I mean, even earlier in the year as well, like there were layoffs here and there, but every single week there's some sort of news of of layoffs at some big video game company. So it's just weird that there's the duality of big game and or big year in gaming, but then all these game devs are being laid off. So let's let's talk a bit about that, guys. Like right off the bat, what do we think? Well, I think um, I think that. You know, gaming is maybe a subset of, of tech in general, and um, I don't have any experience with the gaming element of it, but tons of people in my life who work for tech companies, you know, living here in California, a lot of my Bay Area friends have worked for tech companies for a long time, and, like, I can, at least four of my, like, closest friends are no longer, or are either about to be out of work or are already out of work. And um, it just seems like the model especially post COVID has been, or like maybe during COVID was like make all these big pushes, especially in media because people were consuming so much more media and had so much more time. And it just seemed like people have had their, like have, like these companies have had these ideas about where these issues are going and what, what growth looks like, but haven't like had any idea that potentially there's going to be a regression of sorts and just haven't had a responsibility for their employees. It's like a rubber band effect. They didn't really plan for the backlash of. Um, right. And, he, and I saw this even anecdotally outside of um, outside of tech at all in the in the medical industry where I work in medical billing. And so, like, you know, they, they overhired. They hired a ton of people because, you know, there was a lot of cases, a lot of labs going up mm-hmm. but, but for COVID. But then, you know, less less COVID cases, everybody getting better right whatever that means right Mm -hmm. just less uh, tests being done and they didn't plan for that and then like half the workforce gets laid off uh it was the last year so like when you're on the outside of that and they didn't properly scale and unfortunately a lot of people lost their jobs like right before christmas and it was really shitty so yeah that's horrible that's everywhere it feels like right yeah no i i would agree with that i think it's everywhere at this point um and obviously, there's still people who think there's going to be a recession. I'm hoping that's not true. Agreed. Um, but mm-hmm. we shall see. And I think it could be anybody at this point. What I will say, though, is it's very interesting that all these people are getting laid off. But at the same time, I feel like unions have been getting stronger. True. Especially with good. with the, the, um, the going from uh, summer to now. You know, there might even be a strike this week on yeah. Friday. Yeah. Um, Mm-hmm. here with all the hospitality workers so, culinary um, union yeah it, it's it's interesting in that regard i think we have made strides in uh a positive direction in a lot of ways but then at the same time i think a lot of these companies probably overcompensated during covid as far as like you said like like gage was saying they they were we were consuming so much media and mm-hmm. you know, you know, you had all these excess workers in those fields, and now they're not needed anymore, unfortunately. Like it's just the whole system is fucked, Mike. Yeah. Yeah. I, I digress. Yeah, very true. Yeah, I want to hear from Corey. Yeah, that's that's pretty much where my head is at too. Just during COVID, uh, at least speaking on at least the video game industry, I'm, I'm not. I'm not well versed in other industries, but like tech, like tech, like the greater tech industries uh, has had this problem a, 
a little bit before the video games specifically, and it kind of caught up to video games, where uh, during COVID, there there was just a lot, a lot of increased engagement and playtime and video game purchases and console purchases that, you know, the sort of bigger, uh, bigger publishers and bigger parent companies, you know, Embracer, Ubisoft, Microsoft, Sony, everyone, you know, increasing, um, essentially expanding based on those COVID unique metrics, thinking that that's going to continue, even though everyone said, everyone said, this is not going to continue. Don't bank on this continuing. And sure enough, it didn't continue. Everything kind of fell back to where it was before. And now like, and it's been, it's that just kind of added onto the problem of the video game industry kind of ballooning as it is, you know, video games are getting more expensive to make scopes are getting bigger and longer development cycles, which require more man hours, more people. Um, and the price of video games don't continue to grow with that. So they become less and less profitable. Mm-hmm. Right, and, and and you have an also tandem with that, um, at least publicly shared companies looking for bigger profit margins as well. In the same yep. time, they, they it can never be satiated, right? Um, and and the trend in for growing percentages, right? Yeah, hundred percent. I think some of that is spurned, is has spawned off of um, this new model that happened about really it's ten years ago now, but it feels like less time. With, with the games as a service successes that we saw with things like mm. Destiny and things like Fortnite, Fortnite. and those big, <laughs> those big whales of games that were creating these giant amount of revenue that games had never seen before other than the couple of um, white whales that we had had like with certain Nintendo games or you know just certain big phenomenon games that had happened before, Pokemon and mm-hmm. things like that. Mm-hmm. But it's like the, the, the for these companies to start to chase this model of you know, microtransactions, which was all the talk back in, you know, maybe four, like five, six years ago. And, you know, just this uh, this new model of, of trying to a new way to make money in gaming. And I feel like it was it was something that companies just had this really dumb idea that it was like, no matter what your game type was, you could somehow make it into a service where you're selling people microtransactions and the huge backlash that happened with that and, you know, is continuing to happen, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and not to mention like they've started so many of those games as service that have now shut down. Um, notably, uh, that wrestling one, uh, Rumbleverse, uh, this mm-hmm. month in, I don't know, t- like 20 something days, Gundam evolution, rest in peace. One of my favorites. Um, Damn what it! Was the dodgeball one. I can't yeah, uh, that's knockout, the one knockout City, which is another. Which was really good, but excellent know. game. Yeah, games games should not be a service. They never should have been. Right. I hated the model when it came out. Mm-hmm. I thought it was fucking stupid. It's te- it's it's just a, a money grab at the end of the day. It's people being greedy, and mm-hmm. like, uh, I just the whole thing just angers me. Like, no. Well, it, you know, it yes. started with. Pretty much with wow. Use your anger. Well, the this MMO is the, model. Well, the MMO <laughs> model. See, even even with the MMO oh. model, I had a problem with that at first. But I can understand the MMO model, considering the amount of content that you get for a lot of them. Right. Depending on what, what you're doing with it, right? Because there is quite a bit of content. But when you start nickel and diming me for every fucking thing, 
That's it's one thing really to pay a $10 a month and I get access to everything, right? Right. And I, I choose what how much time I want to put into it mm-hmm. as far as if I get everything. But to say, like, oh, you want that skin? That's going to be $5. That skin over there is going to be another $5. Like, fuck you, dude. Or thirty dollars sometimes. I mean, thirty dollars. So for twenty-five dollars, yes, exactly. Right, five dollars exactly. is reasonable because, like, that's what I pay for, like Vegeta and like but, Bender. But even at I mean? five dollars, in my opinion, it's still bullshit, dude. But that is bullshit. I, say what you want, but we can all agree that um, uh, this is sort of off-topic, but. Halo reintroducing the original Combat Evolved uh, Halo like suit at more money than the cost of Halo One itself is fucking bananas, dude. And that's what's happening right now in Halo, Halo, and and, and a lot of these games. So you know, I'm not saying you're wrong, but I'm saying like five bucks for a skin. I mean, it's just a skin. It's not gonna like change your experience, regardless. No. No, it's you know not I mean? going to change the Beyond experience. What you in my see. opinion, it's like I, I but don't it's know. Still maybe, yucky. I, maybe I'm just old and I'm sure it's yucky age. though. I want I want the fucking game. Right. I paid for a game. Right now, a free game. I can understand why they're trying to nickel and dime you, but even then, it's right. bullshit. It's right. A, it's essentially a means to an end of video games just becoming like like I was saying earlier, just kind of ballooning. Scopes getting too high, too costly. Yeah. Yes, they absolutely. have to make the money somewhere that doesn't screw over the entire gaming community instead yeah. of just shrinking down scope sizes and development cycles. The games aren't going to be as like hyper realistic and and stuff with those smaller scopes, but no. they'd be more profitable and people wouldn't be losing their jobs left and right. Well, uh, the yeah. other thing too though, I, I think uh, if it's a publicly traded company, they're uh-huh. just trying to appease the fucking shareholders at the end of the day and i think that's bullshit too you're making like, a product to sell rather than something for like, people to play. Uh, it, it becomes can, a business call, more than yeah exactly. it's not art like, anymore you can call dude. them artists and you can say like oh they're making art with some of these games mm-hmm. but at the end of the day if you're making a game to make money no one gives a shit about that right like the shareholders don't care about the art they just no, they want the money them. yeah, yeah. And, and it's bullshit and, and unfortunately, and then, you know, and that's the topic of today, the people that uh, the way that they keep the money flowing is by cutting costs. And what are costs to them? Fucking human beings. And that that's what's mm-hmm. bullshit. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's and, fucked up. You know, the problem, too, is or at least the way I like to think about capitalism in the in a perfect world is <laughs> those shareholders would understand that. If a, if a video game publisher or company goes out and makes a bunch of really beloved games, like for instance with Sony, let's talk about. Sony uh, during the PS4 era had such a, like, like a specific model of a type of game that was like really in a lot of ways uh, above and beyond the storytelling that was happening in other video games. Um, really a lot of care into their franchises and nurturing franchises that were like absolutely beloved, but then they took them to this next level. And then they sold over 100 million PlayStation 4s and their company definitely became the, top, the front runner, you know what I mean? And so oh, yeah. like the way I like to think about capitalism, if it works the best way it can, is that a company can actually put in love into their products and hopefully treat their devs right, although we've heard some stuff about some Sony culture here and there, and then be profitable, profitable from having good business practices and having happy customers. 
doesn't usually work like that, but God, would it be nice? <laughs> you know, in, in an ideal world, we would not have capitalism. That's just me. <laughs> no, I, I agree, but I'm saying if, if, the best way Uh-oh. the best way it can work is hopefully that you know that people recognize that if someone uh, the company is beloved, mm-hmm. that they will then be successful because of that. You know what I mean? As opposed to easy. You know, I would love to live in that world. I, I just we live in a world where you need diabetes, you need insulin gauge, and I'm going to make sure you pay as much as you yeah. I can make you pay, so you can live. That's yeah, totally. That's the world we live in. That so, I mean, that's the a world that's capitalism completely driven by uh, yeah. uh, what what is that first rule of business or whatever it is the supply and demand. Yeah, yeah. But so it's like the demand is now like. You need this to survive, so the demand's very high. So we're gonna charge the shit out of you. Right. <sighs> Oops. Uh, can we can we swear on this or no? Oh, oh yeah. 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 Fuck okay. shit, bitch. Whatever. You know. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. You know. I mean, and and um. Not to get political or idealistic, but you know, socialism that helps people without thinking about profits, but. That's not the country we live in. That's not the world we live in. That's not where we're at, and, and I get that. Yeah, and in, in reality, dude, like rich people just do whatever they want and whatever they can get away with, and shareholders are rich people, and they don't give a fuck about human beings. So guess what? Hey, not enough people are buying our skins, so who's got to suffer? Well, 800 of these people. Get them the fuck but- out of here. You know what I mean? mean? It's like, hey, let's make an astronomical projection. Yeah. And in in a lot of these cases, Mm -hmm. I don't know, maybe or may not confirm with like with like uh, Bungie as an example, right? Like they're forty five percent below the projections. Forty five percent would be. Yeah, that's huge. And so a hundred employees get the axe, right? Right. Um, which is really shitty. Like I don't know what they expected Lightfall to do, what they were doing with it, but you also have to think they're probably trying to just make sure they get their bonus at the end of the year either way so and the people at the top are probably getting raises yeah so well they forget about them you don't want to deprive them Come on, e- Steve. even if the- <laughs> yeah can't do that even if they're not getting raises miguel they're getting bonuses and that's they're like well oh, absolutely I, you know i 100%. want my i want another boat you know what i mean it's so, like that boat's not big enough i need yeah. a bigger one yeah my yeah i there's some sort of penis joke in there but we'll move on um, um <laughs> I, i'm interested to hear if you uh, you said said before when we were talking that you knew some people at bungie that were affected by this um yeah uh, liana the community manager i was friends with oh. her um wow. for a little yeah. bit and uh, liana Rupert, right yep yeah. yeah and she got hit with the layoff which really sucks because if you if you if you follow bungie and and so like she was she won the um what was it triple a community manager of the year yeah. and yeah she ate, lived, slept, and breathed uh, bun- like Bungie's culture and Destiny too. Like it was, I don't think I've ever seen her happier than any anywhere than when she was there. So it was really it, uh. and I'm sure she's not the only one. Like, um, uh, I knew a couple other people, more more acquaintances, but uh, mm-hmm. other developers that were there that were affected by this. And it, uh, I might need to be fact checked on this but i don't think they got a severance so they had to basically the way they did it with with sony and and that whole thing was like they all had investment in in the company as well this is separate mm-hmm. from the severance i don't know stock options right for a fact yeah. if they got like yeah. a severance or not but um mm-hmm. i would hope right you would hope that they would have gotten something 
um, depending on their their tenure, right? But um, yeah, well, you know, just going off experience, the severance that my company offered uh, when I I almost got laid off, but um, I know they were offering people who I know got laid off was only a week for every year that you worked there. Oh, what the fuck! I was there fifteen years, dude. So I would I would have made out okay, but that's some bullshit. Dude, when they when they you know what's hilarious, and this is this slightly on topic. We work for Caesars, okay, and when COVID hit and they're shutting us down, they're saying everyone go home. um, They were like, "Oh no, save your PTO, save your PTO, dude, because we'll bring you back. It's only gonna be two weeks, you know." And guess what I did? I did not save my PTO. I cashed it out immediately. I fucking used it right away. And guess what? They fucking they they uh they laid off eighty thousand people. Eighty thousand people, shit. dude. Eighty thousand people. Um, which makes sense because they shut down I a, mean, a lot of casinos. Right but it's just I, I insane. Mean, what business were we in, Jacob? Right? No, I know. It's like this strip casino. was no shut was down. Casinos. But I'm just saying, like they're like, don't use your PTO. And everybody was like, why are you using your PTO? And I said, because I don't trust these motherfuckers. And that's the point. Yeah. You shouldn't trust anyone. Don't trust anyone but yourself. And, and, and this is what I'll say, and I hate to say it, and I feel like... I suck. That's great if you work at, at a place where you feel happy and you feel like they care about you. But at the end of the day, I feel like you still need to remember everyone's mm-hmm. replaceable. Aren't Yo, it doesn't yeah. matter who you are. <laughs> People, individuals may care about you. Right. But the company itself as a whole does not. No. You yeah. you you do something that needs to be done and that, that that's it. So and just kind of uh Carl is saying they did get severance from, from Yeah, they they that's did good. get severance. They got a that's minimum good. of three months. See, yeah, and that's, that's good. good. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Still more than I got. <laughs> so uh, I, oh, I I mean like God, fucking bracer, hey, just be dude. happy you got anything yeah. because at the end of the day you could easily have been given nothing, and I know people who were at that places who were given nothing. Yeah. Yeah, I got so, two months, and they basically liquidated all of our perks and stuff. Like, like, ugh. I won't go, I won't go in, into, like, details and stuff, but we got, like, some perks, like, um... Uh, like door, like door, like a DoorDash subscription, whatever that's called, okay. the Dash Pass. We got that. Yeah, work. We got nice. So I'm um, basically uh, money, like cash uh, equivalent of that went into our severance as well. But still, it was only like two months worth. Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, yeah, that's which that's is better good. than nothing at all, honestly. Yeah, no, absolutely, True. it is. Um, because of that, I haven't, I haven't even touched my savings yet. So which that's is good. nice. That's yeah. good, dear. Um, I, but still, I mean, in man. this in this industry, you know, especially with the amount of movement and turnover that's happened, like two months isn't always ample time. You know what I mean? Like it is what yeah. it is. And, yeah. Yeah. Well, and we all know unemployment's fucking shit anyway. Was, true. I mean, the only the only thing that made it bearable in in the COVID era is like you know all of the extra, the money, extra money that was pumped into it. But it's it's like you know it's a system that is engineered to push against the people who need it because they think everyone's a freeloader because rich people don't want to give money out to anyone and it's a fucking nightmare. But at least it exists, um, you know what I mean. So what it is, what it is. But hey, um, let's 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 talk about the tech industry though. 
Um, you guys were talking about the tech industry being hit, which is true, which I kind of, I didn't space on, but I didn't really think about it. But I pulled up this list of 2023, like all of the industries and companies that have been affected by layoff, layoffs since the beginning of this year. Amazon, 18,000 rolls. Coinbase, 20% of its workforce, 950 jobs. Uh, DirecTV, uh, 10% of its management staff happened in January uh Twenty January twentieth, twenty twenty three. This year, uh, let's see. Spotify, six uh, percent of its global workforce, workforce six hundred employees. Um, holy shit, man! Pinterest, they got rid of one hundred fifty people. Dell, got rid of did, six thousand. No, I have not. Um, I'm only that was January. I'm in February. Pinterest God, was damn. six thousand six hundred fifty. Is oh no, that was Dell. Uh, Zoom got rid of 15% of its staff, 1,300 people. Yahoo got rid of 20% of its staff, 1,600 employees. I mean, what the fuck? What is happening, dude? Like, so there was a just- big tech boom, you know, that 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 was going so so strong. But it's almost like COVID happened, and then they pushed even further into tech because everyone was, you know, tech was everything. And then, you know, people started they, going outside. And then what? Now everyone's firing everyone? Like, what the fuck is happening? I, I would argue, like Jesus. we said earlier, they probably overcompensated. And then they're realizing that they shouldn't have overcompensated as much as they have. And Dude, and you they're, argue they're, they're riding the ship. Right. right? They're point, either riding the know. ship or they're overcorrecting. And or they're overcorrecting, right? Yep. Yeah. Because it's, they're afraid of a recession, right? Because exactly. interest rates are high right now exactly. and everything's going crazy, you know? That really exactly. Instead of cutting losses to investors, they have mm-hmm. to cut, you know, cut well, out all the people. Cutting all, losses all the to the shareholders is not an option. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Dude. <laughs> it's pay- just not an option. It's not going to happen. I love Spotify. Spotify has been on this report three times, and we're only into May. They've they've cut thousands of people. Microsoft cut thousands of people. Ten thousand so, layoffs. So is there, what the I, fuck? I don't. I don't. Obviously, I don't. This work is in awful. Tech. Um, Roblox. Is there a reason tech hasn't unionized in some way? Yes, because it's new. I would imagine there's a lot of anti-union push from. Well, oh, of course there is. Dude. Like that doesn't surprise me, but like, do the employees want to unionize? Is what I would think. Like, was there ever ever, ever any talk while you were at work? Of did anyone mention being in a union? Corey, um, Corey, Corey, yeah, me, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not that I can say. Mm, okay. no. oh, yeah. Did, did uh, you I ever mean, even think enough. about it? I've thought about it, and there's like a couple people like. Like not, not naming anybody or anything yeah. like official, mm-hmm. but like yeah. conversations happened. Yeah. Like, okay. Especially okay. when you're when you're under a, when you're under a, a company like Embracer, obviously conversations will happen, but nothing formal. Mm. Uh, at least that you know that I can legally say. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, no, yeah. No, yeah, no, yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Absolutely. What's, uh, what's trippy, you know, from a from an outside perspective with Embracer. Um, just such an interesting, like, you know, they were, it seemed like they were definitely like a portfolio company in the way that they were like building up studios to raise their profit share to then try and get bought out. We heard about that Saudi Arabia deal and their, you know, their excursion into video games that's been happening. Um, they just bought a a nearly washing now. 
They are, yeah. yeah. They just bought an almost not quite controlling share in Nintendo, but a huge share in Nintendo. Yeah, get the um, fuck out of here. Correct. Dude. Yeah. Wait, when did that happen? That happened not that long ago, earlier this year. Um, yeah, just six months I max. I remember that then. Yeah, I mean it's yeah. not a controlling share. I don't even share, remember that. It's a chunk. <laughs> I mean, there's so much but, news, um, you know. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you know, it's just, it's an interesting, like I, I, the people try in different ways to go about it, but you know, I, I know, you know, you were working for a company underneath them. So I don't know if you had much like, um, dealings with the actual, uh, corporate entity that was Embracer, but like, yeah, it seems like they were very hands off and very much just like, these are, these are just parts of our portfolio that we don't really manage, but we just have this, you yeah. know, name. Yeah, just like an umbrella yeah. I mean, they had manager. Like, they had like liaisons for for each team, I guess. Uh, I don't know too much about it, but yeah. like, yeah, like every quarter or something, someone from Embracer would be like at the office for stuff that I never got to see. Um, yeah. But like, I mean, I, that's probably standard in any in any business that's underneath a big conglomerate like that. So it, there wasn't anything like unique like that, but. Did you ever cross paths with anyone working for Embracer? Like, did yes. you ever like, really? <laughs> yeah, I got, like, I, yeah, I mean, we've been in meetings with them and stuff. Uh, okay. Also had leftovers from, like, their lunch, like, whenever they had, like, a visitation <laughs> oh, lunch. They are just, like, meetings <laughs> over and there's leftovers if you guys want them. And we're like, okay, <laughs> sure. Were, were they aggressively Beats the Euro- ramen in the kitchen. Here's my question What's for that? you. Were they aggressively European? I had a hard time understanding them sometimes. <laughs> okay. But no, they're, but no, not really. I, they're, they're Swedish though. Um, right. So they had like a Swedish accent. Uh, Deep Silver is European though. They're mostly, um, so that was our publisher. And then they, mm. I, I forget the, I forget the, the hierarchy. It was like us under Deep Silver, who was under Koch Media, who was under Embracer. So it was a very big hierarchy of, that's what you get with huge conglomerates like that. Yeah, I just remember that E3 where there was like the the Koch Media um, showcase, oh, but then there was, yeah. like a, there was like a different Embracer thing, and I was just like, what's happening here? I don't know who's who anymore. But yeah, Even in the office when I was like, because we would have like the live stream up like while we were working, and half the time we were just like, wait, which one is us then? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, just, it's too much. Yeah, it seems like uh, a lot of bureaucracy, essentially, in that situation. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think Embracer's first, like, their main business was never really video games. That was, like, a thing that they started getting into when they started buying up, port, like, filling their portfolio or something. Mm-hmm. Um, because they, what was it? It was, there was the old THQ, and then mm-hmm. they got bought THQ out. Mordic. And, yeah, they became THQ Nordic, and then they changed. I think they changed their name to Embracer Group, or Embracer Group bought THQ Nordic, and then uh, I, I forget how all of that went down. It, it just at some point became Embracer Group, and they ended up being the parent company of everything. Yeah, yeah, and they just kept trying to hug you. Yeah, and, um, no, they, they, they hugged all of us really too tight. That's an <laughs> that's an Embracer joke. Um, let's. <laughs> Let's talk about Ubisoft really quick. So Ubisoft in uh, apparently right now, yesterday, uh, fired 135 people. 
but I have some articles that say that the Crew Motorfest outperformed past first week sales for the Crew franchise, and that Assassin's Creed Mirage has been a big success for them. So why? Why? Why are they? Why are they firing? You know what I mean? That's fucked up. Because then it wasn't it's it wasn't successful enough. Exactly. Oh, great. Right. Yeah. Yeah, well, I remember if it's profitable. It's that Square, it didn't Square meet the proper expectations. Thing. Same with Bungie. That's unbelievable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was yeah, it was Square had a similar thing earlier this year where Final Fantasy 16, which was like a really successful Final Fantasy game, mm-hmm. and they had lost like a billion dollars or something. It was something absurd. Several yeah. hundred million dollars like since the release of Final Fantasy 16. I was like how 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 do you do such a thing <laughs> i don't know yeah it doesn't make it sense like, i just feel like it all kind of feeds into what steven was saying where where they're setting like like profit goals that are just not feasible you know and then when they don't hit those goals and they're not making enough profits then people suffer so the i don't know humans and their livelihoods yeah the people at the bottom gotta go bad projections mm-hmm. yeah maybe because uh the shareholders gotta get paid instead of the people up top yeah yep. so let's just how about the how about the people who made the bad projections get fired yeah <laughs> right yeah right. they're the people whoa, at the whoa, top whoa. gage that's not how it works <laughs> hold on they're you're t- now you're talking about the finance <laughs> department um and it, let me tell you accountants uh some of them are really dumb i'll tell you what mm. um dude i uh i I found this article here this is 100 thieves to cut 20 percent of its workforce that's kind of sad snowbike mike won't be be changing their names to 80 thieves (laughs) (laughs) that's a good that was fire that's a good joke that's a good joke hold on i might have to i might have to photoshop their logo now that's good (laughs) Um, yeah, I also found this article by Axios. Uh, we'll pull this one up. It says, 2023 has been a brutal year for game developers. Um, driving the news, more than 6,000 game industry jobs have been eliminated since the start of the year across more than 100 studios, according to the videogamelayoffs.com, a site managed by game developer Farron Noor, which is actually this website right here. Uh, we will link it in the description. It's It's very comprehensive. It has every single... Uh, layoff uh, tally and it's updated daily it was updated yesterday so check it out look for that link below in the description of this video if you're watching on youtube um the cuts include more than 800 jobs eliminated this month by epic games which we all know Fortnite yet again and the epic game store which uh we just heard the other day is still not making turning a profit all albeit Fortnite still making money um but it is what it is. Uh, earlier cuts of 100 of, of workers apiece by Niantic, Electronic Arts, and Unity, and scores of other smaller trims and outright studio closures like Embracer's shutdown of Volition, um, you know, which, again, Big Slice Gaming. But, rip. Yeah, rest <laughs> in peace. Uh, since, since the start of the year. Uh, what they're saying, 2023 is just too unstable. Narrative designer Andrea Saravia Perez, who was laid off from strategy game maker Phyraxis in the spring, tells Axios. Oh. Uh, Saravia Perez has applied to hundreds of jobs since and received relatively few supplies or replies. Sorry. 2022 is probably the best year to break in a game, she says. However, 2023, many agree, is worse than 2009 when much of the world was in a recession. So, uh, you know, 
like we'll we'll link that article as well and there's more to it as well but it's just i don't know it's just so sad to see that this year it's just accolades games products content so much to to celebrate this year uh when it comes to video games and then here we are talking to our buddy Corey about about all this shit that happened to him and 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 frankly another 5999 other people and it just doesn't make any sense to me per- personally um so that number gets bigger every week too every yeah. damn week i mean 100 thieves 20 percent every day yeah you know what i mean um so Corey, what what if if you don't have to have any ideas if they if you're flabbergasted by the whole thing but is there anything that you would see that you could see, you know, maybe on maybe on like a smaller scale or like on an action item type of thing of like something that you would like to see ha- change in the video game industry? Obviously, like things like unionization or something we need to talk about. But um, I don't know, just practices within like your personal experiences that you would change. Uh, unionization is probably one of them. Uh, totally. Of course, um, just to be able to protect developers. But honestly, I think the biggest problem the industry even has is is just scope just continues to continue just continues to balloon to you know astronomical astronomical content sizes and projections that are just too too high, especially in the market that we're in right now. Like the economy, can, like can't support you know the scopes that we we have like i mean spider-man 2 even was like i don't remember exactly how long it took to make but it was like five years like immediately after and that's five years after building it out of you know the foundation that the first game laid like yeah. making a game, a game that size from scratch takes even longer yeah um yeah. i mean smaller i hope i didn't i hope i don't like... get a yeah small smaller games or just smaller scopes uh shorter games even like if you still want like the i guess the the graphic fidelity that you get from like a modern call of duty game like if you just make sure that it's a little bit of a shorter campaign or Mm -hmm. like i guess kind of going into the live service of the multiplayer but like have the multiplayer be the thing that you know lasts you know the rest of the year at like adding a little bit of content as you go but like (laughs) Everything's having, just too yeah. big. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, and I actually really like the trend of like the the kind of Miles Morales size thing. Smaller, or, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. me and Steve and I are our dads, and like our gaming time is limited. And when I can finish a game in fifteen hours or something like that, I'm really happy because I I get that full feeling experience from it. And um, yeah, and I don't get feel the, like I'm missing yeah. anything with that. Like I, I really no. don't yeah. like. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, I think like something like Hellblade, for instance, and I know this is a little different because that game is such high fidelity and they did so much. They're a smaller team and all that work, but like Hellblade is a, a shorter, smaller game, and yet it's like one of the most impactful and effective mm-hmm. like video game experiences I've had in a long time. I'd love to see the industry go a little bit more that way, and you know, you could still maybe have one or two of those big, giant, you know, epic scope things. But I wonder with things like Starfield, even like that game took what almost a decade like eight years and it's like i don't know if that game is going to be successful enough for them you know the work still isn't done with that game either man it's like yeah bare bones yeah. essentially too you know what i mean and that's a thing um 
totally agree with what you're saying. I mean, look at Assassin's Creed Mirage, which was reviewed very well, and a lot of people played it, and it's like 30, 35 hours. I mean, honestly, that should be about 40 to platinum it. That's, I mean, honestly, even Spider Man 2, right? It's a big game, but like people are platinuming that quick, you know? And I think that should be the new benchmark for games. Like, let's stop with these big 100, 200 hour experiences, JRPGs looking at you, Japan. Come on, man. I think there's (laughs) there's definitely an audience for those longer games because, true, you know, there's a, there's huge audiences that still want, like, they want the one or two games that they can spend hundreds and hundreds of hours in, which is like, sure. yeah, there's definitely an audience for that. But like not every game. Yeah, it feels like every game needs to like feel like it has to have this minimum of like 40 to 50 hours of content when it's like, right, you you can have a successful game that's shorter than that. And it's smaller in scope. And, you know, like um, Edith Finch, right? Amazing, yeah. tight game. Like and it wasn't huge scope it had great graphical fidelity it had a great story mm-hmm. uh made me cry and it's like i don't feel like i missed oh, anything totally. for yeah. what what like eight hours of a game maybe mm-hmm. like dude the other thing is the other I, thing is mind share too go go for it miguel no yeah. i was gonna say i think at the end of the day you people dude, we need to stop looking at it or they need to stop looking at it as far as how much is this how much money is this game gonna make yeah and just why don't you just make me a game that's fun to play or it gives me a good fucking story, and it doesn't right. need to be forever. It, yeah. Right? Like at the end of like it could. Yeah, this is what I'll say. Like it can be forever, or it could be really short. I don't care. Just make it good. Exactly. Yeah. Who cares? Why are you worried about how much money it's going to make? I, I wish they would not worry about that. And I get it. It's a business. Everyone's mm-hmm. at the end of the day. That's what everyone's looking at. But and that's what irks yeah. me the most dude to it's, feed- it still has to be like it still has to be sustainable and it's just not right now because well everything yeah. <laughs> that we've cool. kind of already right. talked about like, yeah i mean look ju- ju- i mean that's actually a very good point and let's not forget that that video games are becoming increasingly more expensive to make and and you know fi- finance people need to figure out where the money's coming from and how to sustain this project right um obviously that's the challenge from the finance point of view but to feed into what miguel was saying look no other further and i know it's three dollar video game then then a video game like vampire survivors such a simple concept but damn is it so successful and i'm just saying like that's just someone who's making a fun video game like just make games like just make a fun game like focus on making a fun game endless replayability too right like Absolutely. I feel like games back in the day used to have a lot more kind of replayability, which on the one hand, I really love story-driven games that are like they tell a good story, you get in, get out. Um, but I think mm-hmm. video games might have been more profitable during the eras when you're constantly jumping on to play over and over again because the act of just playing it is really fun. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I yeah, mean, you it's know, a, it's a debate. Games should when be they, fun. When, when they started to step into more cinematic things and... Uh, telling bigger, grander stories, and you know, mm-hmm. you can go anywhere, do anything. Giant open worlds that costs ton to make the art and ton to do VO and everything else in there. And the marketing machine on top of that, yeah, as well as community managers and things like that. Um, looking at you, Destiny. Um, 
I don't know how true this is, but I've heard that I heard they they were spending through a lot of that capital pretty much as they were getting it uh, Damn. to try to keep the machine going. Right. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't have a source for that, but if I do, I find it. I will. Uh, I'll put it in like the notes for the episode. But cool. I think from what I have heard that that was the case is like. You know what? Maybe we don't need. Maybe we don't need games as a service. That bubble may yeah. maybe have kind of popped. We never point. needed games as a service. No, in my and you we know what? Never needed to exist. <laughs> I I blame phones. Fuck you, phones. Yeah, absolutely, it's your fault. <laughs> mobile, mobile, mobile games and Facebook games really. Uh, yeah. Start probably started with the with Facebook games that Zynga made. Like, dude, Mafia Wars. Destiny, Remember that shit? But like, <laughs> I could, yeah. you know, there's so many other games. Like, I, I yeah, I don't need a Destiny in my life. That and like, and really? and like, Stephen, let me ask you this, right? Because you know, Destiny came out of Bungie, which made Halo, and right. they're some of the most fun and yet also cinematic shooters of all time. Oh, they tell yeah. good stories. Okay epic uh blockbuster scale action stuff so like for me as soon as bungie switched over to destiny they lost me i tried destiny one so i played it a little bit and i just was like where is this going i feel like the mission i'm doing is the same every time kind of thing totally agree with kind of like tangential but they're they're having an existential crisis with with destiny right we're approaching the final shape which is their last expansion which may or may not have been pushed out to june Mm mm-hmm uh, whether or not that's due to layoffs or not, they don't know. Um, who's to say chicken and egg thing? But yep. I, at this point, I've been playing since the alpha of freaking Destiny 1. Um, way, way back, right? Uh, obviously, in recent years, they've lost me. I've just gotten way too busy to keep up with like doing any of the raids or anything like that. Um, but I'll check in every once in a while, play some PvP, and just because the gunplay is so fucking good, right? Right. Um, so I keep checking back in for it, but the formula of the game itself just got tired and I'm exhausted, yeah. right? I'm exhausted at the same game. I want something new from Bungie because they make amazing games and the people there, there's amazing, amazing artists, sound people, community yeah. people, right? Like they mm-hmm. were really great. Um, they really great at their job until they had obviously problems with like public people being shitheads and stuff, but um, and they had to pull back a little bit, but like, it's just like that. Like I said, the, the gas bubble has popped. The games as a service bubble has popped. I think big time. We're we're finally starting to see the venting from that. And yeah. So um, um, my question to you, yep. Stephen, is like, would you, looking back at your experience all the way back to the Destiny Alpha, would you have rather had? Let's see. That would have been in what 2014. Like five 2014. games. <laughs> so would you rather have had Destiny one and two and all that time and all that expansions, or an entire another Halo franchise? Not Halo, but like another franchise that had that spawned three to five Dude. big, huge blockbuster games again. Or, you know or, what I mean? With good stories. Or not even an FPS. Like something different from Bungie. Just something else. Mm. Well, this analogy just reminds me of uh like uh bioware like right like, yeah had because. they not gone into the star wars fucking uh mmo like they could have put out something else totally like all of these something or even like elder scrolls online get the fuck out of here oh, i don't want right. that zenimax right? <laughs> although that is a different yeah, that is studio but still, but still. they could have been working general, on something else. like we don't need these online games all the time Damn yeah, you, okay. World of Warcraft. Um, 
I I don't know what I would say, Gage, to be honest, because yeah, I have some of my favorite memories from gaming, from, from doing some totally. of those raids. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think maybe... I don't know. I do think after like 10 years of any game, I think you're going to be... Looking at you, but GTA I have to 5. See the ending, right? 10 years, man. I'm going to play the final shape. So, so at this point, I feel like it's a sunk cost fallacy for you. It yeah. is. Right? It is. It's like, <laughs> it's, it's a, literally a cult. You're in a cult, I am dude. I'm accepting of that. And then, <laughs> and you know, once Final Shape is out and done, I'm I'm off. I'm off death. You're drinking that flavor. Uh, and, aid. To- and hey, I'm totally not giving you any crap. I was just, no, I was just no, asking. No, you know, no. Like, I know what you're saying. Gage, relax. Me think like, what kind of property could they have come out with if they weren't focused solely dude. on that machine? So, Corey, I want to hear your closing Corey, thoughts on all this stupid shit we're talking about right now. <laughs> Uh, the industry needs to change a little bit in general. Uh, it needs to, I think it needs to unionize a little bit. Um, a lot. I think scope needs to basically everything I've already said, scope needs to come down a little bit. Mm. Uh, like sales projections need, need to be scaled back a little bit. Like, yes, it needs to be profitable, but if the profit margins are so high that they're, they're borderline unattainable, and result in laying a bunch of people off and taking away their livelihoods, then what's the point? You know, you're cutting yep. the creators out because you're making too big of of uh, market projections. It's it, it kind of defeats the purpose of a creative industry. You can cut out the creators because you're asking for too much money. Yep. Well, yep. at this point, well I would argue that it's probably not even for the creators. Yeah. Yeah. The, the people with the money are the ones making the decisions and um i mean the it's unfortunate suffer. but that's that's what business is and it business mm-hmm. is bullshit in my opinion. they yeah. just want and money that's one of the reasons why that's one of the reasons why Baldur's gate 3 was so successful is because they did it themselves <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah they, they used creating. whatever they used whatever money the the all their previous hits made uh mm-hmm. they used all of the all the stuff that they learned the engine that they built all of that went into bg3 instead of having to argue with higher-ups and investors yeah they got to just they did that and then they did early access for three years and got direct fan feedback rather than investor feedback rather than higher-up feedback it and cool it's it's just it's hard for AAA to do that when it's run by investors and you know money-grubbing people (laughs) you, you essentially have people who aren't invested in what it originally was Mm-hmm. And they're only looking at it as a way to make money, mm-hmm. right. right? So you have people coming in saying, "Oh, I'll invest all this money, but I want a return." They always have to have a return. They don't care about the actual product itself, right? And so they yeah. want huge returns. Absolutely, right. huge. They do. Yeah. growing. Yep. So uh, unions care about your products. Small scale. Mm-hmm. Smaller scale. Take it easy, all right? Take, just take it easy, man. Also, <laughs> games as a service, maybe just over oh, that. Maybe yeah. there's... Let, yeah, the white whales have been found. <laughs> yeah, there's not going to be them. Let Fortnite keep doing its thing. They can have it. There's whatever. only a handful of successful games as a service, so stop trying to do that. Just stick to those tenants and you'll be fine, I think. 
You can make you can make great online yeah. multiplayer games. Nothing wrong yeah. with that. But just no. you know, yeah, just um, approach it differently. It's yeah. just a repeat of the of the MMO boom where everyone was trying yeah. to be make a WoW killer and it wasn't working because mm. WoW had WoW had the audience. It had the uh, mind just, share. Yeah, it just it yep. it had what it needed to succeed, and competing with it is just not going to work. Unless you're Final Fantasy 13. Okay. Or 13. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jacob, Jacob, real fast um, before yeah. we get off this topic. Sure. You know, there's been uh, some of my favorite game devs have kind of transitioned out. Pete Hines just retired. Yeah. Um, congrats mm. to him. Congrats. And uh, on an on an interview, you know, uh, recently, Howard was talking about how he might even only have one more game left in him, whatever. So I just wanted to pitch real fast to you, if you could. I just sent you something in Slack directly. Um, maybe maybe I could help, is all I'm saying. And I, if you could show the, the panel, um, I just have <laughs> kind of an audition real fast. Oh, cool. Okay. About this, man. Oh, my God. Here we go. I just, you know, I, I just feel like I kind of got the look down, and, um, you know, I think I could maybe... I think I can maybe make it work if you guys just want to. Uh, <laughs> this so motherfucker. Is this little fucking over. guy right here. Look at him. I, I have a really good. I have a really good jacket. I'm just saying. Look at that. Uh, I, I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna say something, Gage, and don't be offended. Just, <laughs> just be yourself, dude. You don't need to be anybody. Well, I'm gonna zoom in a lot. Just be now. Gage. There he is. <laughs> oh man. Let's look I, at the I, jeans. I got. I got. Wow, even the shoes. Over the, I know. I got this jacket oh. over the over the weekend, and I was like, this it's is a, a fucking Todd Howard jacket. That's an excellent <laughs> Todd Howard jacket. I can't lie. Um, that so was I hilarious. Did, <laughs> so I, I, cosplayed as Todd, I cosplayed as Todd Howard for a day, and I was oh, like, that's no so one knows. Talk about <laughs> yeah. Starfield for three hours. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. That's the overlay. Oops. Yep, sure is. <laughs> Whoopsie. <laughs> All right. Anyways, I just thought I'd show you guys it. That's funny, dude. That's fucking excellent, man. Thank you for that. Um, Great job. Cool. Uh, okay, so let's get all that nastiness out of our mouths, and let's talk a little bit about it. We heard some news the other day um, that Zelda is going to become a fucking movie, live action for some reason. So just... Um, so, uh, let's all just do this here, uh, and just kind of talk about some casting, you know, let's just have a little bit of fun for a second, you know, let's get that nastiness out of our mouths and just talk about who's going to play who, go ahead and, uh, let's talk amongst ourselves. First of all, I, I think that one Corey guy from the sweet life of Corey and whatever the twin boy. From the yeah, Riverdale, Zach and Cody. Yeah, that guy. That guy should be Link. The the Link. He should be Link, man. That's what I think is gonna no, happen. No, I got I got a better one. I got a better. Oh, one who do you got? Who do you got? I got I got the guy from uh, the Boys who plays Homelander as Link. What? Yeah. Oh no. Uh, Have a super beefy Link. Yeah, just like. <laughs> well, he's not uh, even that buff, dude. That's just a suit. You're talking about the Eric Kripke. Eric. Eric, uh, yeah. Wait, no, that's not right. His name right now. That's uh, not even the right guy. It's uh, oh, a- Anthony oh, Star. Anthony a- Star. Anthony Star. Yeah. 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 Homelander basically name. as Link. Uh, Sorry, I have the wrong window. There we go. Right now. Uh, okay. That uh, could the be question Link? is right. Are we gonna have Tingle in there? Are they gonna do it? It's gotta Jeff be Grubb. Jeff Grubb. 
Yep. All glory to Jeff. Danny Krupp. DeVito. Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito <laughs> and can Jack Quaid be That's in incredible? That as well? Can, can Jack Quaid while we're on the bus? Oh, but Jack Quaid would be great. I I would want Jack Quaid to die in that movie. In in the in Zelda movie? No, nah, he wouldn't be. He wouldn't be any important characters. He would just be like maybe a character. Maybe, uh, maybe he could be someone from the Zora Kingdom or the or the or the, the the fish guys. What are they called? <laughs> They're the Zora. <laughs> Zora. 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 <laughs> okay, let, let's hit the main characters. All right, let's start with Link. All right, we're gonna go Michael down Sarah. the line. Michael Sarah, Michael perfect. <laughs> Miguel, who do you got for Link? Steve Buscemi. Steve Buscemi. That's yeah. that's hot. That's Give hot. Steve Buscemi with Link. Let's get one of those. That's hot. That'd be great. That's hot. And he'd be that's putting hot. on lipstick like <laughs> uh, Okay, let's go to Zelda. Uh, I've already pitched uh, uh, Ellie Fanning. Uh, aren't they now Elliot Fanning? No. Dude, that's the wrong wrong last name, sir. Wrong last name. <laughs> <laughs> Rip. What Whoa, do you, what what do you think, had, Wait, wait, wait. Hear me out, Jacob. All what right. if you had Dakota fanning as Link, L fanning as Zelda? Whoa. That would be funny. That'd be wild. <laughs> Are you hearing it, Nintendo? Are you hearing <laughs> <laughs> What do you think, Corey? Who's your Link? Who's your Zelda? Uh, I'm stuck on Michael Sarah now. <laughs> <laughs> he can play both. But, uh, He'll play both. It randomly, it randomly came to me. I don't know if I don't know if she's kind of aged out of this role at this point or not. But uh, Anna Sophia Rob. Oh yeah. Let me see. If you guys remember her. Yeah. I don't. I, I think she'd oh, probably yeah. be a good Zelda. Um, yeah, that'd be good. This lady. I don't really know who would play Link. She's from. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Oh yeah, it'd have to be like a cipher, right? Like you'd, you'd want like, I don't know, kind of a kind of maybe a a not offensive kind of face, but like you know, dude, I want maybe not a beautiful maybe face. An unknown, you know, <laughs> I want Rob Corddry to be fucking Tingle, dude. That'd be funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Sarah as Tingle would actually be funnier. That would be pretty It would good. be funny. That would be great, actually. Because um, him in that little stupid little jumpsuit. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Being the awkward Michael Sarah as Tingle. What about, about Ganon? Ganondorf. We have to at least touch on that before we move on um, to the final segment. Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Uh, Matthew <laughs> McConaughey. Ooh, that's good. <laughs> Javier Bardem. Ooh, I'll be your I'm hard. scared. Damn. I'm scared. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Uh, I can't you know what? deny that that's the best choice. What so about um? Oh, what's his name? Uh, Ray Park. Ray Parker. Ray Parker. Um, Ray Park. The guy who played Ray um. Park? Oh, Ray Park. Darth Maul. The guy who played Darth. Oh. Maul. Oh yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool. I see where you're. I see where you're getting at. Ray Park. Um. Yeah, maybe Dolph Run Dolph Lundgren. Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> that could be cool. Let me see this. You know what? I like these. Pull up these people. Bring up Dolph. Yeah, can we Google these people yeah, as we talk Dolph. about? This? We can. Yeah. Uh, I'm Love gonna bring up Lundgren. Dolph Lundgren, but then you know, we gotta get out of here, or I gotta be. It's one or the other. <laughs> you guys you guys talk about uh, oh, wow. more gandons while i pee how about that no okay sounds good all right um, i think uh be right back i mean i tend to this is just because he played drax and so he was wearing similar face makeup oh, but i was thinking of about batista for a second batista. but i don't know if he's 
if he's got the chops. But I, I, I think I, isn't he done playing uh, Drax too? So I don't know if he'd want to play a similar character in that. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> he wouldn't be stupid, but <laughs> who's who's the guy that plays? Um... Oh crap! I'm blanking on his name. Uh, is it Deathstroke? In the in the movies. Oh, I'm blanking on the movie now. Uh, Deadshot. No. Uh, it was like an end credit scene for what was it, Justice League or something? Huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know the one you're talking about. Um, like he's Slade Wilson. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, you mean, uh, what's it called? You mean Deadpool? No. Hmm. Who would he, who would have played it? I guess I haven't seen enough of that, but. Uh. Yeah, Ron, I can see it. See if I can find it. Yeah, I was going to get Ron Perlman. Ron Perlman would actually be Ron really Ron Perlman good. would be pretty good. I I'm, think he, he's got some voice acting chops too, so I think that would, I think, I don't know if Ganon would be like an animated character or not. I guess, I don't know. It's really weird. I don't know how they're going to do well, this movie. You you could even just do like what It'd they did with Star Wars way. and have someone voice the character. That's true too. In theory. Yeah. Like yeah. just get a formidable looking big actor yes. and then like, yeah. And then. Bill Manginello. Excuse me. Sorry. There you go. Yeah. yeah. I know who you're talking about. Uh, right. Okay. So maybe. Else we have to fill like the Goron maybe. <laughs> it would be a Goron, I suppose. Would be. Um, you know, would be DeVito. funny. Uh, uh, D- Dwayne the Rock Johnson would be a good Goron. Yeah, he would be a good Goron. Or um, Vin Diesel would be a good Goron. <laughs> he, could, he could do the voice too. Yeah, he exactly. could do the voice. Yeah. Just Maybe, do the yeah. voice. Yeah, exactly. Dude, what about that guy from uh, uh, Captain America? Um, Winter Soldier, who like uh, he fights in the elevator. Who's like super buff, and he was in this Hulu movie where he was the main guy, and he was in a time oh, loop. We were literally just we were literally just talking about him, Joe Manganiello. Yeah, yeah. Totally. No, not that guy. But I <laughs> oh. do love Joe Manganiello. That hold on, wait. Captain America. Well, I was gonna say uh, Winter Chris Soldier. Evans for Link, you know, but it's fine. Chris El- <laughs> Oh, Chris Evans for Link would be great. Yeah. It's that guy. Oh my god. We watched this other movie with him in it. You may have to lose like a six pack or two to do it. <laughs> uh, Frank Grillo. This guy. Okay, right on. I'm going to bring it up. This guy. What about this guy? You know this guy? Oh, sure. so he's playing what? He's playing Ganon? Dude, yeah, that could be Ganondorf. I mean, obviously with a bunch of makeup on. Sure. Boss level. That, maybe. Boss yeah, level maybe. was Look the up. movie I was talking about. If you haven't seen oh. it, check it out. Oh, Hulu. that's a good link. Thomas Brody Sangster. Thomas. Cool. Thomas Brody Sangster. All right, let's see. Yeah, as as a. As, there it is. I guess. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah, that'd be a good link. Oh, I like true. this. Yeah. I like this a lot. Yeah. Oh, he's the kid from Maze Runner, which is also the director. Yeah. Director. Whoa. You might be onto something, Stephen. Um, yeah. I had a serious. My serious. Uh. Um, shout for Link was uh, Freya Allen. Um, she's okay. the girl who just played um, Siri in The Witcher. So why do you want a bunch of women to play Link? Because Link is super effeminate. What are you no, talking I, about? I, no, Link's a man. Like, it's like um, um, Peter Pan, dude. No, Link, Link's, yeah. a, no, Link's not a no. child. I mean, unless we're no, talking he, like 
The Peter Ocarina. Moon is usually played um, by a woman in a lot of the game. <laughs> No. I, I, I would agree with this. I, I, nah. I'm going to go with uh, Gage here. So y'all want to just gender bend Link all of a sudden? I see. No, how. he's I mean, still going to be a boy. No. He's been gender bended his entire Stop it. life. <laughs> Stop it. Linkle is someone different. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I agree with Gage. Okay, I'm done I with think, this. I'm done with this. Think, I'm shutting it down. We're gonna go to endorsements now. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get uh, mad because you're wrong. I'm so fucking it, not it mad. It depends on whatever on what Zelda game they're gonna do for the movie. That is true. Exactly. No, so that that is the main thing. It's like, what canon is it gonna be? Something new? Is it gonna be derivative? Who knows? We'll see. I'm sure the movie will be. Is bad. it gonna be a mishmash of? Like a bunch, like kind of like the Mario movie was, where it's mm-hmm. it plays into a lot of the lore stuff, but it's its own story. Right. We don't know. It'll, it'll, best way it'll almost certainly be bad, is what it? I think it's going to be. But apparently Miyamoto. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, it's going to be not be good. Absolutely. <laughs> apparently Miyamoto's been working on it for years, so we'll see about that. We're not done. Be good. Uh, we're gonna watch it anyway. Uh, Miguel and I are gonna drink four locos in the movie theater when we see it. <laughs> And we'll report back to everyone later. We'll have a fun video on that. So uh, I know Steven's walked away. I'm not sure where he went. However, we're going to end the episode very soon here. We're going to do our endorsements. What's an endorsement? Well, that could be anything. You can endorse walking outside. Or it could be your favorite taco shop. Corey, do you have any endorsements uh, for us this, this week? I actually uh, prepared one. Oh, nice. Oh. I wrote I wrote one down. Uh, oh, and yeah. it's basically just a shout out to anyone who's in the industry, just getting into the industry, or trying to get into it. And that it's brutal. Be prepared for a rough ride until we can collectively make some positive changes. In the meantime, don't let it extinguish your passion. There's a reason we bust our asses to break into this industry. Don't let that same industry kill that reason. Fuck Amazing. yeah. Awesome. I loved it. Hell yeah. Steven, what do you got? That's a great, great, great endorsement. That was great. Steven, what's your endorsement this week? Um, popcorn. Fuck nice. yeah. Good buttered popcorn. Any kind? Uh, no. I mean, it's whatever your favorite one is, but lot, lots of butter. Get, get an air popper, buy oh, popcorn oil, and then get popcorn yeah. flavoring, and you can make it at home. It's very good. Best. Best yeah. Thing. Good shout out. There you go. Uh, Gage? Uh, I'm going to endorse picking your grandma up from the hospital after knee surgery. Um, Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I had a nice little time. Uh, My grandma's had knee. My grandma just had (laughs) knee surgery. (laughs) Um, Jesus. Got me. And. and I, yeah, I, I picked her up and spent the whole day with her afterwards, made her a bunch of meals and just helped her out post knee surgery. And it was just really nice. You know, like sometimes we forget sometimes um, dealing with grandparents can be a bit of a chore. I'm not going to lie, you know, just because there's mm-hmm. this, uh, some conversations you don't want to have or, you know, some uh, technology you have to help them out with that you don't really want to do. That's the one for me that often happens is they're like, can you rearrange my whole iPad and help me with my photos? And you're like, no, I don't <laughs> want to do any of that. But, um, but it was really nice just to, to like do almost nothing planned and just kind of hang out. So yeah, hang out with your grandma if you, if they're still around and, uh, yeah. So Miguel, I'm going to endorse the museum of death. Oh yes. yeah. You went there. Uh, New Orleans. Yeah. We went to the Place um, <laughs> it's a uh, weird follow-up. It's what a, is it? Uh, well, no, my ticket, my ticket was hanging out right here. Hmm. 
it, it's they had a lot of interesting stuff. Uh, I will say that uh, Polly Pocket will probably be a curator of the family family annihilator section at one point. Oh, well, that's another story for another day. <laughs> did you did you go to the the arcade or whatever like the area in the very back where they're just showing films? Oh, where they were showing the movie? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I didn't really sit because some of that stuff they were they were showing was kind of it's rough. It's like so yeah, exactly. Like I think one of the videos I do recall seeing was like a stuntman on a bike. Mhm. And you see him like just jumping live death and then he's just falling yeah and he dies <laughs> and, then, and then he's just not moving so you assume yeah. that he's yeah what, what, so yeah it was yeah. It, it, that was some of those videos are pretty rough overall yeah. i think um it was a pretty good uh experience i did enjoy it. yeah that's where i got my sh- serial killer shirt enjoy got another mm-hmm. one there too it's it's a cool place but that it's back room cool is rough you have to walk through yeah. it to the bathroom so if you're not a fan at heart or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, just if just you have a faint heart. If you yeah. have a faint heart, do one of these as you walk to the restroom. But it is cool. It's it's an interesting experience. They have uh, Eileen Warnos's underwear in there. Yes. Not not a not That's a joke at all. It's very odd. Very odd. Yeah, they, they have a lot of really interesting stuff. They have some actual shrunken heads. They do. Um, yeah. They've mm-hmm. got some uh, like a lot, of, a lot photos. of serial killer stuff, obviously. Tons, yeah. Like like letters and which I mm-hmm. find very odd in this country, the fact that we don't destroy all that stuff. Yeah, but, we, it's novelty. Uh, uh, we were talking to one of the guys, and um, he was saying that a lot of the items that they purchase are purchased at auctions that the wow. prison has. Okay, I mean, and they make. And the, and you're essentially buying the object, and then you're giving the prison money. It's fucking weird. The whole thing's that's weird. strange. But but the hmm. the the museum itself is interesting. I mean, mm-hmm. I think it's kind of interesting to see these things in um in person. But I, I recommend it. Highly recommend it. Um, I'll also throw in Zach Baggins Haunted Museum. Yes. Uh, Jack of Orkin Van is there. That's pretty cool. But anyway, yeah. going on. They also, <laughs> they it's okay. They also have um, to piggyback on that. They have um, what's his name? Uh, Ed Gein's some of Ed Gein's human leather hanging on the yes. wall. So you and you can see can a nipple, see, like the actual nipple, real nipple. Crazy. Yeah. So uh, yeah, read about Ed Gein if you don't know who, know who that is or Co- what he Corey's did. Corey's face says it all. <laughs> yeah, museum I'm death. Fighting facial reactions. <laughs> um, I'm going to endorse this week eating vegetables. Um, I feel like hey, a go. lot of you fuckers out there aren't eating your goddamn vegetables. Eat the damn vegetables, all right? You know, you get a burger and you're like, oh, I just want cheese and ketchup. Like, fuck you. Put a t- put some lettuce on there, man. Get your fiber in there. Get some celery and carrots in your diet. You know what I mean? Like some peas in there. Peas are delicious. Like I had green beans with my dinner today. Awesome, oh. dude! I love it. You know, you I had baby. I had baby bok choy. That's ooh, oh, that's, that's good. good. That's really good. So yeah, just you know, work the veggies in there, man. Because like I feel you, all, all y'all nerds out there just want to have tendies. Well, you know, you can have tendies with like <laughs> some carrots or something. You know, just a try a little right, harder. You know, just do green dude, beans goes yes. really good with chicken tenders. Not gonna lie, dude. It does. And you know, it's yeah, that's, on that's the, the adult way to do it. On the topic yeah. of of uh, green beans, get some fresh ones. Slice off those weird little ends, and then just fry mm. it up, man. You you could even like you can you can dice up some bacon, cook it up. 
You can mix it in with the green beans. You know what I mean? Put a little garlic in there. It's it's garlic, delicious. Yeah. But at least work vegetables into your diet. That's very important to do. Please do it. Thank you very much. I always did. Uh, uh, if I get fresh green beans, I always do oven roasted. It's like mm, just oh, yeah. olive oil, salt, pepper. Just put it on a baking sheet and bake it at like, so good. I don't remember the degree, like 375 or 400 for like 15 minutes. They get nice golden brown and they're delicious. Mm. Yeah. I sprout. I, oh, oh yeah. Brussels sprouts great. I, I whatever you do though, man, mince up garlic and throw it in there too, because you know that's oh, what I love fucking love garlic. Okay, guys, this has been an Let's excellent episode. Uh, Corey, uh, I want to thank you for being a guest on the show. Can yes. you please, please let us know where to find you or where the people can find you and any of the things that you do on the internet? Go ahead. Yeah, I'm. Uh, you can follow me at Big Slice Gaming on on Twitter because I refuse to call it X. Uh, <laughs> That's usually where I'm most active. Uh, you can find me on Facebook, Big Slice Gaming. Um, not super active there, but I'm trying to change that. <laughs> uh, um, I have a YouTube channel, Big Slice Gaming. Basically, Big Slice Gaming everywhere. Uh, it's like a little pizza slice with a with um, headphones on uh, for the logo. You just find that. But yeah, Big Slice Gaming everywhere. I post. Uh, I stream on Twitch and usually have uh, vods cut down into like a more traditional let's play series over on youtube if you prefer uh that format so hell yeah and, uh, and TikTok. If, if, if a dev happens to see this what what type of jobs are you looking for qa analyst uh and maybe entry level producers sweet something i'm hell yeah. interested in but yeah if you have any qa openings please let me know uh associate to mid-level i'll even go for senior but yeah <laughs> awesome um you know treat this guy right he's a good dude and uh check out his content he's he's fun to watch trust me um you can check out our stuff too man if you go to twitter search for at uh, npd squad uh youtube if you want to watch this show later just search i valley studios or neon pocket dimension on youtube you'll find all our content we have all sorts of fun shit going on this friday we have an odd valley episode finally coming at you we missed uh last month but me and Miguel and who knows, maybe some other people, hint, hint, I don't know, possibly you guys, Whoever maybe, wants. who knows, Yeah. open invitation, but it will be me, Miguel <laughs> and I, we're going to talk about uh, fast food, we've never done the topic and it, it'll be a fun a, a fun one, so look forward to that, but you can find all that content on YouTube, search Odd Valley Studios or go to YouTube.com slash at Odd Valley Studios, uh, and then if you want to watch this show live, every wednesday because that's now the day of the week that we're going to record from now on seven pacific um twitch.tv slash neon pocket dimension we're going to record this podcast all year long except for like maybe christmas week or something i don't know uh but i want to thank you for watching or listening if you did uh i want to thank everyone for being here as always and Corey yet again thanks again for coming we had a good time um everyone say goodbye and good night bye Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Peace out.